So we finally made it to the last segment of this episode for season five, episode 11, with the theme of 102 years from now. This is number five with Leaving Legacies. And this segment is about looking at the future to see what we will leave behind for the bloodlines to either survive with or succeed with beyond expectations. And also looking back 102 years ago to get a better idea on the class of people the next generation will leave behind. So once again, you know, I'm just going to be pretty much everything that I've talked about for this uh, episode 11 is pretty much what I want to write in that essay. But um, the reason why I haven't started it yet is because um, I want to know what official name we're going to go with and what the board wants to go with and the official logo that way when it's all ready, you know, well, I can still write. I mean, I'm pretty much going to write this week and get it ready, but I'm going to change the names around of the organization. And then, um, you know, by the time, like I said, if this is open for like everybody, even adults, then I will do this. But I need to find out first if it's just for kids only. If it's only for kids, you know, that's fine. I'm just going to let it be. But um, if anything, you know, this is these are great talking points that I want to bring up. And, um, you know, it's just part of what I think um, is, is missing in our culture is being able to really look ahead, even though, excuse me, even though it is kind of taboo to kind of like look into the future. I haven't really heard anything about it being said like that, but I'm just assuming that's my assumption. So, uh, with, um, everybody talking about carbon footprints, you know, I'm like, well, we're living man, you know, and everybody's like, oh, well, you're, well, the modern activism, uh, of people, of protesters and stuff like that, they're complaining about, uh, climate change. They're saying, oh, well, you know, we're leaving a terrible human carbon footprint behind and we're, we are destroying, uh, the earth with our trash and all that. And it's like, well, you know, that's what, that's where we are as natives, you know, things were fine when we were all just tribes, just kind of like living amongst each other, teaming together, working against each other, killing each other. And then here comes these people saying, oh, well, you're uncivilized, you're savages, you know, you need to be, uh, Christians and you need to learn how to, you know, work with your fellow man and, you know, become citizens of this country. And it's like, well, dude, we were already here, man, you know? And so right there, you know, the fact that we have to be told that, you know, we're living we're not living the right way that this new group of people are living. You know, we're being, our, our ancestors are being judged off of them. And here, you know, you look at what, what has happened so far, you know, the one thing about, uh, humans is, you know, we're, we're all battle ready, man. We're always ready to go into a fight argument. And then, you know, this, this group comes in and says, well, you guys are not using the land. So we're going to kick you off. And we're going to have our own lands. And then, so when those lands started developing, there was the industrial period where, you know, there's a lot of uh, manufactured stuff being put together and happening and being sold and money's being made. Then slowly, 
a trash starts to happen. There's piles up. It, it starts to pile up. And then others are like making cans, like for canned goods and stuff like that. Those get tossed off to the side. And then next thing you know, there's like, if you go around the res, some certain areas, you'll find some trash and there's a lot of old, old cans that are just rotting away. And, you know, I, I don't know if they're made out of iron, but um, they're definitely like being eaten alive by the dirt in the natural environment and stuff like that. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So once all that is, um, addressed and it's like, well, we're, we're humans then we're just prone to be trashy, a trashy race, you know? And <clears throat> then, you know, someone comes up and then talks about like, um, <clears throat> uh, using quartz crystals, to engrave information. And that is, that is actually something that's happening now where, you know, people want to leave behind a legacy. Well, you know, it's being all written down and there was, um, someone who, what did they do? They, oh, they got like this little, uh, I was watching ancient aliens and I saw these guys, they got like a little piece of a uh, crystal quartz crystal about the size of a quarter. And they were able to put uh, I think it was all the Bible verses in that all the Bibles that were ever written or they put them in there or something like that. So <clears throat> it's like a storage unit. And, um, and I don't know who came up with that, but I'm pretty sure it's some kind of alien influence behind it. And that's where, you know, they started engraving all this information and everything that's going on in the world, the history of the world pretty much. And they, they put it all in there. And then also, um, you know, like when you follow the legacies of how things are now, one of the things was like, the best thing I can think of is like hippies when they started to really have like flower power and, you know, protests and stuff like that, that eventually merged or morphed into, uh, activism and, you know, and people wanting everybody to have equal rights and all that, then somewhere in, in there, that's where all this, um, trans agenda came in. And now I kind of think, well, if Navajos become trans activists in 102 years from now, we're, we probably won't exist because there'll be too much same sex marriages going on. And possibly there'd be a few people that are athletic or smart and they're going to be used for breeding or, you know, these Navajos are going to get their sperm sucked out or their eggs sucked out and, um, be stored somewhere. So later on when Navajos start running out as a race, they're going to be, all right, combine these two. This one has this ability. This one has that ability, combine them both. And, you know, when they're together now, um, you know, they're going to be the new, the new Navajo. So the new Navajo does not have a clan, you know, unless someone is smart enough to say, okay, well, this sperm is from this Navajo and this is his clan. And then this, um, this vial of, um, female secretion is from this tribe. I mean, from this clan. So maybe that could be something they could do, but then again, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty trippy thing to think about. And, um, also, you know, there's no real legacy to be left behind. You know, it would just be like a new group of humans where they all speak possibly English. Um, 
I wouldn't see America getting invaded in like a hundred years, but if they did, um, whatever takes over, whatever, whatever, um, whatever takes over America at that point, And that language becomes the new, the new normal. It would definitely be a mixture of English and whatever that thing is, but the Navajo culture language, it might just be saved on some kind of a quartz crystal. And then they bust it out every now and then, and then, you know, teach people how to read it and write it and know what it was about and what these stories are. And then other than that, if it's going to be the same way as we are now, where we're not really technically, technologically advanced, then that might not even exist. And then all this reservation will be just be turned into one big giant luxury resort for those that know how to take advantage of it and swindle the Navajos off of it. And then we become one of them tribes where we get per capita, maybe if we're that lucky. And then, um, you know, there goes a culture, you know, everything that, uh, our ancestors fought for is going to all be turned into, some new lifestyle where, you know, the culture is pretty much gone and it's all died out. And that's the legacy that we would be leaving behind, you know? And it's like, it's kind of funny how that would, that would be, but everybody else that would have children, they'd be like, well, you know, that child's an extension of me and that grandchild's an extension of me and that grandchild's grandchild's an extension of me, you know, that might make him feel good and might, you know, keep that legacy and that lineage going. But for the most part, you know, it's going to be, um, like leaving, it's going to be like leaving, uh, like what I was saying about hippies, basically making way for the, for the new, LGTBQ type thing to happen, the new lifestyle. It would be like, um, history repeating itself because there'd be like, um, people leaving the old country to form new ones. So that's where I'm saying that, you know, the tribe, the reservation might be, it's kind of, I don't think it would really happen, but if it did, this is probably what it would be like is like, the reservation would be a free for all. Everybody would get a piece of the land. That's not Navajo. all the outsiders that had money and influence, they would take the land away and they would do it, whatever they'd want. Some of them would probably try to keep like what they know about their uh, Navajo, uh, buddies, you know, try to know, try to remember some of the ceremonies that took place that kind of helped them out during hard times. And then that would be somewhat a new religion, it would kind of work because they would be given back to the earth, the energies and, but it kind of wouldn't work because it wouldn't be the exact, uh, prayers and songs and ceremonies. That is what was once done, you know, before all this happened. And then, um, you know, cause that's just my thought, you know, it's something I I'm taking into consideration, just things that, would change differently, would kind of mutate, would take on new, a new form, but it would kind of work and kind of won't. And then, um, so when they'd be like leaving an old country to form a new one, you know, it, it's funny because what is America now was never discovered. It was always here, you know, and you know, a lot of natives know this, that's why they don't like Columbus day and all this stuff. But, um, you know, I'm using that as a model to kind of see what the reservation would be like. Now it could be possible where 
in 102 years from now, there could be like using this nonprofit, it could be turned into a negative way where it spawns like a bunch of, um, uh, what do you call those guys? Philanthropists, Navajo philanthropists that starting to have money. They starting to know the system and, you know, then pretty soon they're buying up land and then they're selling it back to the white man or they're making deals with them to have like a, a resort hotel, a swimming pool, um, a golf course. And, you know, the family that gave up that land that couldn't afford to keep it, you know, they're dying a, a shameful death because there's nothing left for them to do but beg for money and just live in the, in the dirt or on the streets or whatever's available at that time. But I don't think we'll have too many streets, but... I would like to push for more, um, solar lighting on the highway where there's more traffic and a uh, higher population of people living. And, um, so that's definitely something I would like to see. Um, but you know, I don't know if I'd be around during that time, but, um, <clears throat> so that those would definitely be something worth looking at. And then also taking into consideration light and electricity is going to be a form of Navajo's that are still practicing the traditional ways saying, you know, you can't do that. That's a lightning way. It, it spawns and brings cancer and other diseases and others are going to be like, Oh no, you know, that, that was the old way. We can do things this way now because times are different. It's like, no, you're still going to get sick. And it's like, Oh, that's all right. So-and-so that, that bought that property that turned it into a golf course, they know a little bit about the old ways of how to do the ceremony. So I'm going to go over there and get some healing done, you know? And it, it'd be like, whatever's left of the Navajo going over to like, I don't know, somebody from like Switzerland that wants to be a medicine man. And, you know, and there's a, that's probably where they would perform the ceremonies. But anyways, um, so that, that using that model of like starting a country, um, uh, to have descendants become rich enough to buy islands and lands and, you know, all these other places elsewhere, that would be the legacy we leave behind because we'd be like, you know, if somebody were to look back on our time right now and say, how come those guys from the year 2023 never did anything? How come they never fought to keep the land? And they're going to be like, oh, well, they were just more about, you know, using witchcraft on each other. And it's like, why? That's so stupid. It's like, yeah, well, that's how they lived back then. And, and it's like, well, what other cause, you know, kept them from advancing and progressing further. Oh, it was the free government handout system. And it's like, well, what is that? Oh, they gave out food stamps. What is that? Oh, it's free food. They'd give you a card and you go out and buy food. And they also gave them welfare checks. What's a welfare? What, what, what is welfare? It's like, oh, it's when you struggle and you can't get anything done. So you apply for a program and they help pay you to keep struggling. <laughs> and, um, you know, something like that, they, they, whatever explanation they could have at that point in 102 years from now, that would be something that would be the legacy we'd be leaving behind right now. But if what I'm doing is making a difference and inspiring other people to either want to try a nonprofit or possibly wanting to join or, um, you know, just needing some advice to you know, go after a project or program they really are passionate about that they know they can handle and control, then, you know, that's where I want that. That's where I want this nonprofit to travel in that direction where it's inspiring people, make them, you know, 
look at everything around them, the resources and say, well, it's not that bad. You know, it's just me. I just, I'm just too lazy and I'm just relying on the government system. And that's pretty much where, you know, when it comes down to it, writing down this essay, you know, I want to put a lot of these things in there, but it's going to be a long, like five, 10 pages long worth of reading. And I don't want to do that. You know, I just want to keep it maybe one to two pages. And like I said, if this, uh, if this, um, submission for this, um, envisioning 102 years from now, uh, program is going or event or promotion or whatever it is, then I want to make sure that it's, it's, um, going to accept adults not just children, you know, but if it is for children, I'm just going to back away and say, okay, well, that was kind of embarrassing. I really was thinking about that, but in the long run, I can do the same thing. I can switch it around and say, all right, look, you Navajo veterans, you know, let's go do a contest. Let's go do a competition. What do you see in 10 years from now that you want to see and how you think things are going to work out? The one who gets the best, um, description of that, you know, they'll win 500 bucks or something, a hundred dollars, whatever it is. And, you know, maybe they'll get like a load of firewood or something. <clears throat> but anyways, with all that being said, that's, um, all that is just coming off this inspiration of this, um, this forum, I guess these guys are doing. And I just wanted to put in my two cents just because, you know, I got the podcast and this opportunity has come up and, um, you know, might as well take advantage of it because I don't really see the veteran agencies going any further than where they are now, which is nowhere, you know, there's, it's pretty much dead. So, um, so once again, this, um, forum, which I guess is a youth and families forum is, uh, you know, taking these submissions and, and I want to be at least getting my part in there and just saying, look, man, this is what, this is what I've got so far. This is how I'm constructing all this. And this is what I was trying to teach the, uh, veteran commanders, but for some reason they didn't want to, you know, listen to me and they didn't want to work with me. They didn't want to help me. So now I'm just doing this as a way to get my own opinions, my own thoughts, my own rhetoric, my own narrative out there and, you know, make sure that it will be used later on as an example on how to improve, you know, our Navajo reservation way of life. So anyways, yeah, um, that's pretty much going to do it for this, um, episode. And I thought I was going to be able to do like a part two. I guess I don't really need to. I, I hit all the major points I wanted to talk about and, you know, just trying to envision a future 102 years from now with the nonprofit as my guiding light, as my platform. That's what I've been doing this whole episode. And, um, if anything, you know, I just would, you know, just like to really know if this is for kids or, or for everybody. And, you know, other than that, you know, it's, it's, it's a really great, uh, notion that these guys are actually doing something like this. And, um, 
you know, like I said, I want to go check it out and see what, see what it's all about and see where the limitations are and make sure that if it is for children, you know, then just leave it at that. But if it's open for everybody, I'm going to say gangway because uh, the native ravager is coming through again. And I'm going to try something different, something new. And um, hopefully the uh, board members, they'll be on board and happy to be a part of it and get things done. And, um, you know, wanting to leave their legacy behind rather than just kind of letting things shift and shuffle into like nothingness, you know. And <clears throat> so, excuse me. So anyways, uh, yeah, my 20 minutes are pretty much up for this last segment. And I just wanted to say, yeah, for sticking in there and listening to me and, you know, hopefully I've given you something to think about that where you can, you know, want to see what it is that you can do for your family, your life, your community and all that stuff. But in the meantime, you know, just be aware that these things do exist. And I did my best to try to collect it all together without doing too much research, which would take too much time. But, you know, at the same time, these are my opinions mixed with just visual observations and just experiencing how life is now where what was supposed to be the veterans saving the day turned out to be just the veterans just backing away, you know, but other than that, uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. And, um, once again, this has been your loyal, lonely host, Mateo native ravager, bringing you another edition of the Clagato veteran podcast and, just uh, can't say thank you enough, but uh, thanks once again. And other than that, we'll catch up with you guys in episode 12. So other than that, have a great, have a great experience. <laughs> Talk to you later. Yeah. See ya.